0: Content may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener's discretion is advised. listeners to WTF You're Talking About, the podcast where we don't know what we're talking about until you do. I'm Katie. And I'm Decker. And we're here to ask each other, what the fuck are you talking about? Can you shut the door? I can. Thank you. The cat pushed it open, and he's just, he's a small cat, and then he pushes it open for like five cats. Anyways, here's how it works. Lost my place. Here's how it works. Right, Uh, we have dice and categories. Fuck. Right. Me, sideways. Uh, oh,
1: God! <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry! <laughs> that
1: was fun. Let us continue. Yes.
0: So here's how it works We have six categories of topics, and the next episode's contents will be determined by the roll of a die. Really? And the categories are: True crime, Paranormal, History and Education, Science and Technology, Entertainment, and current events.
1: But Katie, yes, did pretty- you say there were six categories, but we roll an eight-sided die? How does that work? Nope, I hadn't said that bit yet. <laughs> okay. I got ahead of you. I can see into the future. <laughs> I can see
0: into the future. <laughs> Damn it. So we'll roll an eight-sided die. <laughs> but you're probably like, wait a minute. You said six categories. <laughs> Fuck me. And you would be correct. So, if you roll a one, <laughs> then you're gonna roll a six sided die for those same six categories, except the topic has to be local. So, Idaho or any state bordering Idaho.
1: Perfect.
0: And if you roll an eight, then it's a wild and you can talk about anything. Woo! Anything.
1: Everything. And nothing. Right. Oh, hi, buddy. <laughs> that's just someone's bit. We just came here and we're just like, silence. I wanted to have silence today.
0: We're going to have 25 minutes of silence and people will be like, oh, that's a short one. <laughs>
1: And you can just skip about 30 minutes into the outro.
0: Oh. Katie managed to condense her bit down to 25 minutes. What, a, what an incredible feat. <laughs> well, that's pretty incredible. I don't think mine will be terribly long today. Perfect. But I don't remember my notes, so it's a surprise for all of us. Perfect. It could be five hours long for all I know. Oh, God. It's not. <laughs> It was going to be five hours long. then I would assume it would take me somewhere around that. I was, was going to type my notes. If this
1: was longer than BGK, <laughs> like, like, what were you doing?
0: There's been some stuff that I wanted to talk about, and I'm like, no, that's going to take a decent amount of time to research, and I don't have that.
1: Right. I haven't, well, like, especially with the shows. I mean,
0: yeah, that's the thing. Like, I like,
1: where do you find? The time? I'm surprised that you like can, with all the stuff you talk about in so much detail. I sometimes am surprised that uh, when you find the time.
0: It's because I don't sleep.
1: I can see that. <laughs> I can see that on like my right now. <laughs> I'm looking at my face. It's like, yeah, his eyes never shut.
0: No. <laughs> do not even blink. No, I usually sleep like three hours a night.
1: <sighs> oh my gosh.
0: If it's a really good night, then I'll get like four and a half, maybe five Dude, anytime I get
1: less than eight, I'm dying. <laughs> and that's been like my entire life, like the past
0: several months. <sighs> what a sleep. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Jillian is also a night owl, which is why we have many conversations at, like, 1.30.
1: Yeah. It really sucks when you're dating a night owl and you're an early bird, and,
0: just, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> You know? <laughs> Not you, Yes, I am a night owl, and John gets up for work at 4.30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> but here we are. had something I was going to say and I don't remember what was. Mm. So, Decker, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: I'm so glad you asked, so I can buy you time for you to figure out what the hell you wanted to do. Oh, I'm, I don't know what it was. Oh. I'm sure it
0: wasn't important. If it is, then I will remember and I will shout it later. Gotcha. Like that one time <laughs> it'll be like five days later and I'll oh just, gosh, text yeah. you. You just text you. yeah. You just texted, what was it? <laughs> you were trying to text me about a character's name, right? No, we were talking about so we couldn't remember? black men that had, uh, not sitcoms, um, like, trashy TV shows in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Because we were talking about Maury. And then you were like, no, there was a black Montel guy. That, Williams. Yeah, we were like, there was also Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> because that was a thing. So we were trying to remember which they were. Because we were like, so there was there was Maury, but there was these other two. And who were they? Because they all started with M. They sure did. And it was, like, five days later. <laughs> probably at, like, I think it was, 1.30? It was late. <laughs> you woke up to a text from me that just said, Maurice! <laughs> just like, and you were what? like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh,
1: man. <sighs> yes. So, um, I rolled entertainment last time. And I have been doing quite a bit of, uh... I'm gonna dump these lights out. out. Mm. Uh, th- there's more than seven in there.
0: Yes, there are. It's because there are two D twenties and four. Oh my gosh! Sixteen. How did you do that? Oh my god! I don't know. <laughs> and there's a, a D one. Or a D one. A D one. <laughs> yeah, throw it. It's, it's always a D two.
1: <laughs> Shit! Fuck! I'm gonna roll a D because It's always a one. <laughs> um. Yes, but I got entertainment, and I've been actually doing quite a bit of entertaining things. Um, I was hoping to talk about a game, but I did not finish it. But I've also been watching several more movies. And I realized now... Did you
0: say several or seven? Several. Oh, I was like, that's very specific. I've also been watching seven, seven movies. movies. <laughs> only seven. No more? No more? Um, also, I've been catching up on
1: Mindhunter. I have I'm, been. I'm purposely avoiding that only because we both love watching that show. <laughs> I I've, I've been watching it uh with Jules and stuff. It's really
0: really, really good. I have not watched I do some more BTK stuff. I have not watched the second season. I haven't watched season 3 of Stranger Things. It's gold. I did like the really long <laughs> When so that... So. I forgot. Yeah. When when the the Fucking shit! But the second season of Aggretsuko came out. I think I blitzed through that in like a, an after an afternoon, an evening. Yeah, and watched the whole thing. That was fun. And ha- it know. was the worst because it made me have feelings. Oh, that guy that's like, I want to get married.
1: Her heart. Oh. I know. It's, uh. <laughs> don't hurt her. No. Okay. Anyways, now moves. Meg is like that. the fuck. Um, I watched a couple horror movies recently. Um, uh, I watched *In Chapter two really really freaking good. Not talking about that, but really good and actually stays fairly close to the book. So if you did not hear me talk about the book series of it, or the book series of it, <laughs> the book series. The, so if you guys not hear Sorry? me talk about the book it in our previous episode, go find that. I think it's like episode like 28, something like that. Was that 28? Um it's like somewhere in the middle. It's not super old, but
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I could look this up, but I'm not going to. But yeah,
1: they avoided the orgy scene, but they actually stayed fairly close to the book. And I think my one complaint is how that the how they personified it, like its actual form, Pennywise. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Pennywise. Yeah, because I know, like when I talked about the book and stuff, it was I said it was like the the closest that our minds could fathom was a spider. Right, they did a different take on it. The actors, fucking phenomenal, especially Richie and Eddie. Mm -hmm. Like the 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 two actors that played those two characters, fucking fantastic. And uh, should you watch it, which I highly recommend that you do. And it's funny because it's also the name of
0: it. I mean, I figured I should watch the first one, which yeah. I have not done yet.
1: No, but definitely do that. In fact, I think I actually have it on Amazon. I'm not sure if I can, like, have you... Like, I can rent it.
0: You'd have to, like, log into your Amazon.
1: Right. I don't mind doing that. But um, that one's really good. But the movie's great. There's this one scene near the end that just is, like, the acting and, like, the moment is, like... It's not... It's freaky. It's not scary though, but like you kind of get this sense of dread. And I was like, because it basically was like an actor did something like so immediately, Mm -hmm. like with such a drastic change in their body expression, that like everyone in the audience like you could hear this like (laughs) well, like it wasn't like a gas. It was just like a breath in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm going to talk about a different horror movie which is kind of a horror movie, actually more of a comedy. And this one's called Ready or Not. Have you heard of this one? Yes, I have. Okay. Do you know what it's about?
0: Yes, I do. Cool.
1: Okay. So, for those of us that don't know, which is maybe the audience, maybe not. um, (laughs) Mac Mac does not know. He does not. Mac, let me tell you. um, Ready or Not is a black comedy horror film. Now, yeah, you might be asking, Decker, what does black comedy mean? Is it racist comedy? No, it's not. Um,
0: Whenever anyone says the phrase black comedy, I always think of Death to Smoochie.
1: I've never seen that.
0: It was a, a black comedy that, uh, I say Will Smith, no. Because <laughs> I was thinking men in black. <laughs> no, black comedy. Uh, Death to Smoochie was a, a black comedy that Robin Williams was in. And then I almost said Will Ferrell. What the fuck is wrong with me? you know what there were no wills involved (laughs)
1: okay listen you're freaking me out (laughs) um but it's like dark it's dark comedy right it's like it's making fun or laughing at horrific things that happen to people um and this one is based off the premise that this family called the ladomas they are a very wealthy, successful family. They have a board game business. Right. Right. Which, as we all know, is highly successful. I mean, maybe they have a great Kickstarter. Who knows? Um, but they supposedly, you find out that they have made it, uh, their family made a pact with the devil, like, long, long ago. Um, the Crossroads? Right. To uh, be, you know, be fabulously wealthy and all this and that, and be successful, and all they have to do, and this is such a weird—I don't say premise—is a interesting way to start the story where what happens is the if when someone gets married into the family, they have to play a game, and all but one game are safe right Um, one of the guys makes a joke and he's like he had to play freaking old maid he's like who the fuck plays old maid right but there's one card in this uh, they basically uh, they put a card in there and they press a button and this card comes out and it tells you what game you have to play right but there's one that's bad and it's hide and seek and what happens is with hide and seek you have to basically you have to kill the person that just got wet so, the person that just tried to get married so into the family. So, what was the point of that? Right, I know. I'm like, this is very unfortunate. But um, basically, if that, if the spouse, the new spouse, uh, or, you know, newlyweds, that um, person that just married into the family pulls this card, they have to play this game. And they don't tell them the rules of the game. They just say, you have to just try and hide, and your goal is to hide until morning. And if you hide until morning, you win. And that's how they play it off as in the beginning. Um, but in the very beginning of the movie, you see um, two, two young brothers running in the halls, and uh, I think the older of the two pushes the younger into the closet and locks a door. Oh, and, lovely. Well, he does this because the, the newlywed that drew this card has an arrow in him and is, like, crawling along the floor trying to escape this house, right? And um he's asking for the kid's help and stuff he's like please help me get out help me get out and stuff like that and the kid um which i believe his name is it's not alex it is daniel um daniel yells and basically tells the family this guy's here they catch him and the goal is once they catch him they have to sacrifice him to the devil so they take him into the room where they have this altar. And they say some Latin bullshit. And they say, hail Satan. And they stab him. As you do.
0: Satan is everywhere. We're like, oh, that's not... Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so um, so 30 years later after this, Alex, who was the younger brother, got shut in the closet. He has been estranged from his family. He wants nothing to do with them. But he's getting married to Grace, which I thought was a ironic name. You know, something like, you know, devils. And mm-hmm. Grace. Right. I'm sure they did that on purpose. <laughs> right. And so, um, everyone in the family really loves Grace. They think she's fantastic, and they're hoping that she'll help bring Alex back in the fold. Kind of thing. In fact, I think that's almost the exact line. It's like, please help him come back into the fold. We miss him. And so, they get married, and then um, th- she wants to leave. Uh, or actually, Alex wants to leave. But Grace is like, no, let's, like, stay here and stuff. And they're like, we have to stay in the night. And then Alex tells her that they have to play a game. Right? So she goes down there. She talks to the family. She draws a card. This is where we get introduced to um, uh, the father's Tony. The mother's Becky. Becky's kind of sweet. Tony is... He has a lot of interesting one-liners in the movie. And he definitely starts freaking out at the very end. But... um, He's played so like
0: the most g- generic names ever,
1: right? Uh, let's see. Oh, gosh, because we, we, I guess, in the movie here, we have Sam Weaving, Adam Brody, Marco uh, brian uh, Henry, I'm gonna say this wrong, kazerny and Andy McDowell. So I'm not sure if those names ring any Bells, but <clears throat> you have the dad who basically has some like dad humor and is kind of he's not awkward, but he definitely acts as a, a normal father figure. And then Becky's being all sweet with Grace. <clears throat> you have Daniel's wife, Charity, who um when she <laughs> Charity all, and Grace. They all find out that they all find out that they have to sell their souls to the devil, like once after they're done playing the game, kind of thing. And Charity, apparently, you find out later on in the story that Charity had no calls with this. She like immediately was down. She was like, because I guess in you didn't get enough backstories to what happened with her, but it seemed as if she had dealt with some sort of massive trauma in her life. And when she was talking with Daniel, she was like, well, do you not remember how I was living? Like, there was, n- of course I'm going to take that way out. If the- Compared to everything else I was dealing with, this was the only, it didn't matter if I believed it or not. This was what helped me have a good life. Right? So, like, you have that aspect to it but she does not even think twice before trying to kill Grace.
0: Cool! (laughs) So, um,
1: then you have uh, Alex's drug addict sister, um, Emily, who is hilarious at the whole movie. She's like all coked up and stuff. Um, And then you have her husband who acts as, uh, I think his name is Fitch. And he acts like The dork that doesn't really believe in anything, but he's curious. He's like, but he's not going to stop because he's like, well, maybe it is real. He's like, but it's probably not real. I'm just, you know, it's a game, so I guess I'll kill her kind of thing. (laughs) I guess. Right? And then the last thing here is you have Helene, which is Tony's older sister, right? Tony's the father. Helene um, was getting married to the guy that died 30 years ago. So the guy that the remember when uh, oh, okay got oh right okay into the closet right that guy that got shot that was her fiance and he got caught and they killed him right I'm like just imagine that though and like you see in the you see in the flashback that she's distraught and like in the current event though she she's like this is she, fine she's like this is perfect she's like in fact she's like I wish I would have killed him sooner is what she says and like whoa, whoa, whoa you need to chill all but, right. So she hides, um, and what happens first is she goes and hides in a uh a dumbwaiter. Which is and this movie's really great with pacing because they come back around to everything they introduce at least once or twice. So she gets in the dumbwaiter, they all grabbing their weapons, they start going around and stuff, they talk about how to shoot, and then Fitch pulls out his phone, and tries to learn how to shoot a crossbow. So you have like someone has a uh, they have a, a crossbow, they have guns um one of them has an axe i think that's Helene, the psycho old lady now um, and in the very beginning uh grace hides there for a while and she's like this is stupid i'm gonna get out and so she gets out of the there she tears her dress and she starts going down the hall and she finds herself back at the main bedroom where she was at with um alex and Alex, <clears throat> as she was in there and stuff, Alex pulls her down behind the bed as he hears someone coming and stuff. Um, and he, like, covers her mouth and, like, tells her, like, like be quiet, be quiet. Like, you don't want to be found right now. And all of a sudden, you you see this lady walk in. And they have three servants. This is the first servant. The lady walks in. She looks around for a bit. And as she's starting to walk out, you, you all of a sudden just see her brains get blown out. Oh, Yeah. And you hear, I got her, I got her. And that's Emily, the one that's all coked up on drugs and stuff. And then she's like, oh, that's not her. And then you just, you know, and that's where, like, they start poking fun stuff. Because at first, like, it acts as if a jump scare. And then, Mm -hmm. like, gosh darn it, she's making a mess all over the floor. And they're making jokes about, like, how, like, (laughs) Emily, like, like, hey, Emily, next time just take your time. (laughs) Make sure, like, make eye contact. Make sure you know (laughs) who you're trying to shoot. And of course, later on, she shoots another servant right in the head again. Um, but then a whole chasing scene ensues. Grace runs around the house, um, or they go into a secret passageway, and Alex is going to try and disarm the current security. They have cameras and they have locks on all the doors so she can't escape, because of course, she escapes and they can't kill her. Well, bad news bears for them, because apparently, if they don't kill her, they all die. Everyone in the family just dies.
0: So, do they only have to do that if they pull this one card?
1: Only if they pull this one card. Every other card is completely safe, and they just play a game. They just have souls. It's a very no. strange
0: deal that they've made. Yeah, Been
1: but very specific. Right. And it was like thirty years, so I'm thinking like, does this happen every thirty? years? That's, yeah, it was, mm. um, But <clears throat> so, uh, Alex goes to do that. Meanwhile, Grace is trying to run away, and what's really funny, of course, is as she goes to open the door to try and you know find a way to sneak out of the house she opens the door right by literally all of them as you do and she like does like the, like you just hear like this noise and she just does a slutter and she's like
0: no oh shit
1: <laughs> right and so then she goes running um but she ends up getting away from them uh emily who could have totally killed her right there in that moment She closes her eyes and she starts to shoot and she misses Grace completely but all the family's behind her and they're all trying to dodge her bullets as she's (laughs) like spraying and stuff. Um, But do you have several moments like that? Alex eventually does disable the locks and stuff. Grace finds her way back into the main room where they had drawn the cards. Grabs the gun with like a freaking ginormous bullet. Like the bullet was this big and that long. For those of you listening who cannot understand yeah, I was like, I'm sure that what was very doing, the bullet was about an inch and a half in diameter and about five, six, five to six inches long. It was a massive, like, it was like a double-barreled mm-hmm. shotgun, but, like, I'm, like, those things, like, could be, like, like mortars. Like, that's going to blow her arm off when she shoots that. You know? So, how
0: long has this family been around?
1: Supposedly, this family has been around for many
0: generations, uh, and they have a board game business.
1: And they have a board game business.
0: Is that like an evolving thing, or did they like? They, so they hint. It's seventeen oh four board games. So they
1: hint at the the oldest person in the house, right? And they call the the devil. Uh, his name is uh, excuse me, Mister Leveille, is what they call the devil, and the Ledumas family they got in disagreement. Um, by Victor Lodomas, who was, I guess he just sh- sold wares, and he found this um, merchant, which I'm guessing was just the devil, and he got this box, and that basically is what helped, like, since that thing was full of games... He was games looking counts. for a soul to steal. Right.
0: He was in a bind. The one down to Georgia,
1: he was looking for a game to play.
0: <laughs> he was willing to make a deal. <laughs>
1: oh, cool. Um, but yeah, so... There are several times where De Grace gets really close to escaping. Um, at one point, she's getting chased down by like the butler of the house, who also plays music. And he's he's that guy who, whenever he thinks he's doing something really like, or he you know, like he's making tea, he blasts the music and just starts singing along with it, like full tilt. But it's like operatic stuff, ah. like La Donna Mobile. Like you know what I mean? Like just normal classical kind of music, and. Uh, they eventually have a tussle where she gets outside and she gets nearly um ran over by a car by him trying to get her back inside after she escapes they have a fight she steals the car this is another funny moment because she steals the car she hits you know like AAA and stuff inside the car and she's like ah, like help people are trying to kill me like send police on their way and stuff and and of course the uh the customer service rep, he's like, sorry, you really need to slow down there. You're saying, what's happening now? And she's like, people are trying to fucking kill me. Stop them. Like, you know, and so she starts yelling. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, miss, but this car has been deemed stolen, so I have to shut this down and lock you in the car. And I'm like, oh, why? Why would you do this? Someone just says they're being attacked. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, fuck you. Like, what is it? She's like, sorry, what was your name again? And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> But um, eventually she gets kidnapped again and gets starts getting taken back back towards the house.
0: So wait, hold on. Yes. She drives off and the first thing that these people do, well, they're like, "Hold on, let's call OnStar and let them know."
1: Yeah, and I guess I, I I'm guessing the thing is like they're hoping that the cops will come by and let them know. They can try to bring her back. Maybe they're gonna say that like, "Oh, she's just very confused. We were just worried about her driving." Like you know,
0: not like, "Oh, let's get after her." Like, no, no, let's. <laughs> Let's call call triple
1: A. Right? And so, uh, they go back, and she eventually causes an accident because that guy is blasting music in the car, and she kicks him in the head, they crash, she crawls out, Daniel's there, and Daniel the entire time has been trying to help her get away. Because he's like, what? He's like, our family is horrific. I wish I wasn't a part of it. And he's like, regardless if this thing kills me or not, like your good grace, you should not be here. And so he tries to help her, but this time he knocks her out because his father, um, unbeknownst to the father, like, he realizes that he's there. So he knocks her out, sends her in, and then he poisons, when they take her to the room to, like, start, like, do the sacrifice and stuff, because they have plenty of time to do it now, he poisons, he pours, I think, hydrochloric acid into the goblet, where they have, like, the, where they're all drinking from. Oh, uh uh-huh. And, like, it must have been a powerful amount. Because... Um, let me tell you a little bit about acids. Okay? Acids have molarities in terms of like how powerful those acids can be. You can stuff a powerful acid and not feel the effects of it for several minutes easily. These people drank it and within less than 30 seconds like, they were coughing up like spitting <laughs> blood. That would have to be a very intense amount of hydrochloric yes, acid. Yes, it would. Right? It also makes me think that it was probably sulfuric acid, if anything else. But um, he tries to help get away. Of the acid. And then Charity comes by. She has a gun, and he's like, I'm not going to let you kill Grace and stuff. And, of course, he doesn't move out of the way. So Charity shoots her own husband in the head.
0: Or no, okay. no in the neck. So Charity was married to Alex. Daniel. Sorry. That's Grace is married to Alex. Charity was married to Daniel. Yes. Daniel pushed Alex in the closet when they were kids? Yes. Okay.
1: To protect him. Gotcha. So Daniel's pretty much the good guy, but he's just unfortunately cursed to serve the devil. Um, or, you know, sold a soul there. So he will, he will die if they don't kill Grace, pretty much. But he's like, fuck it. Very supernatural of them. Yeah. So um, uh, let me back up a little bit because I realized I skipped one thing. There's a scene also where she goes into a barn. they have a whole bunch of goats so I'm guessing they were drinking goat blood because they're fucking freaks um I'm sorry if you drink goat blood you're a fucking freak I'm sorry
0: (laughs) whoa hot take
1: take. don't be just drinking blood it's a little bit weird um but she goes in there and there's a kid and earlier on they put all the kids to sleep in the house because they didn't want them to be you know troubled by this murder that they're all trying to commit and the kid okay
0: okay but guns are fucking loud.
1: Right, they are, but this kid's in the barn, and Grace is like, of course, she's all tattered up, she's cut, and she's trying to escape, and she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, hey, hey, are you okay, you know, can can you help me at all, like, is there anywhere to get out, and this kid pulls out, like, a fucking magnum, and just blasts her, but he misses, and he puts a ginormous hole in her left hand, like, we're talking, like, the, about two inches in diameter, like, basically the whole back of your palm is gone.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: and she's like, "What?" The? And like she, she like freaks out. She's in a lot of pain, and she just sucker punches the kid. She's like, "Fucking, fucking, fucking!" And, like, and she starts yelling at yeah, him while he's all unconscious. Um, but like, this is where some of the dark comedy comes into play because she falls in a pit where like there's all a whole bunch of dead bodies, and you know she has to climb out, and there's a one nail in the top of the where she falls in this pit, and there's one nail, and like she's starting to lose her grip. With her, with her right hand, so she does what we all knew was gonna happen, except for I guess Jules didn't realize until it happened immediately. No, but then she put her hand damn. through the nail, and I'm like, huh! Yeah." So, but they have many moments where they joke about like killing each other and like how bad Emily is because she's killing all the servants. Also, Grace kills a um kills a servant with a dumb waiter by complete accident because she just was like trying to get her to shut up, and she was in the dumb waiter, so she just wanted to go shut the button. The servant leaned out and. This dumb waiter, like, no dumb waiter should crush someone to death. Like, why do you need that amount? Like
0: I mean, not unless they're like a small child. Well,
1: because like it crushes them completely in half. Okay. Completely, to the point where they're almost like like se- like severed the body. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb waiter. You put stuff in it, you shut the door, you send it up and down. Like, there's no reason for it to require that much pounds per square inch <laughs> to make sure, like, it is vacuum-sealed. I'm showing it through a pneumatic tube. <laughs> right? So, um, but Grace eventually, she uh, escapes thanks to the help of Daniel. Alex betrays her in the end. And they capture her on the table. She manages to scrape free right at the last second because the grandma thinks that the ritual's complete, but it's not, so she relaxes. Grace gets out, and... It's all sudden daylight and as soon as Helene, the grandma, tries to kill her, she explodes. What? She explodes like with like the world's worst like visual effects. Like think um like think like B B movie action, like where like something like that explodes. <laughs> B movie. That's right. B movie with explosions. Um, she explodes and they're like, Holy fuck. Holy fuck! This thing's real because like they thought like when daylight like, came up, like there was about a minute or two where nothing happened. Like
0: maybe we didn't need to be oh, killing people.
1: Huh?
0: We're gonna be fine,
1: guys. And Oliens like I will serve you, and she explodes, and they're like, oh shit! And then at that moment, Emily freaks out because she has her two kids there. She tries to run out of the room, and you see, you hear three explosions happen in the hall, so her kids are dead. Um, and then everyone starts blowing up, and then Alex is like take me back, take me back, I'm so sorry. And she's like, I want a divorce. Throws the ring at him, and as soon as the ring hits him, he explodes. <laughs> and then at the very end, all the cops come by. She's sitting outside, and they're like, what happened? And she's like, in-laws. <laughs> that's the end. So, um, movie was really good. it's it a very simple premise in terms of, like, uh, it makes something that seems super friendly, not friendly at all. Everyone plays funny jokes. I... It's one of my favorite movies now. Honestly, I would go see it again in a heartbeat. Hmm. But yeah, that is Ready or Not.
0: Have you seen Cabin in the Woods?
1: I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it.
0: Um, it's it sounds because we were discussing this in the dressing room the other day because um, hmm. Courtney went and saw Ready or Not. And she said that it was really good and she liked it, and um, we were comparing it to Cabin in the Woods. Hmm. Cause I have seen that, I have not seen Ready or Not. And it it's it's listed as like just horror, but I would call it a horror comedy because it doesn't take itself super seriously and it goes through like all of the horror tropes. Um so like there's, you know, the jock and like the straight laced girl and the right. the the exactly. popular chick and no. Um but, I mean, one of the writers is Joss Whedon. So, okay. if that if that tells you anything yeah. about how it is.
1: But also, what was really fun about, like, this movie, too, is, like, there's moments, like, where Grace escapes, and she asks for help, and, like, she would have responded, like, any one of us probably would have responded, because, like, she eventually escapes, and there's a civilian driving by, and she's like, help me, help me, and he's like, get out of the fucking road! And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, because she's, her clothes are barely hanging on, she's covered in blood, and, like, dude... <laughs> I mean, I get it, you probably don't want to deal with that shit, but yeah, pretty good, I'd say. So, Katie, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: Well, I got I got science. Um, so, I wanted to talk about something, you know, something light and fun. So, we're going to talk about yellow fever. I was going to say, <laughs>
1: every time you say that, I'm like, I don't fucking really know. That's <laughs> probably. She guys can see me, as soon as she starts saying something lighthearted, I just like. He's like, mmm, right. Suspicious. <laughs> so we together. Prove it, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, if anybody's seen Full Metal optimist, I definitely felt like, uh, Armstrong, where he was, most suspicious! But um, you still to see that, don't
0: you? Correct. I'm sorry. I did finally watch One Punch Man, though.
1: God, when was the last time that we tried watching that?
0: Uh, you only tried to watch it with me once, and then you watched it with John while I was somewhere else. Right. <laughs> Um,
1: but you watched it though, like did you watch like the entire first season? Yeah. Did you watch the entire second season?
0: I watched what was on Hulu.
1: Hulu. Okay, yeah, there's two seasons. Then yeah, I watched both. Which one is that? Uh, black clothes, white hair, and then Phoebe's Bong's student. Okay. Dude. There's some good moments in that one. Ugh. Sorry, but you were saying yellow fever.
0: Yes, yellow fever. Um, So, I wrote these notes several days ago and have had many other things on my mind. So, it's a surprise to me as well. Question. Yellow fever,
1: is that better or worse than um, sleeping sickness from the TZ Fly?
0: Um, I don't actually know a ton about sleeping sickness.
1: Um, it gives you parasites. So, the tsetse fly gives you parasites when it bites you. And the parasites cause you... I mean, this is not a parasite. Vis- it basically causes your body to go to as- sleep. Holy shit. What do you want? Christ.
0: My I'm mom. dying out here all by mom. myself. <laughs> mom. Come here, buddy. Come here. <clears throat> okay, well now that we've let the cats... Yeah, out, it says that uh, sleeping sickness is an insect-borne parasitic disease, whereas this is not.
1: Which is kind of freaky, because basically you just fall asleep and then you just never wake up. <laughs> sleeping it's like sleep death.
0: <laughs> What'd you say? It's like sleeping beauty. I thought you said it's like instant beauty, and I was like, what does that even instant mean? Instant beauty. Are you gonna go out are you gonna go back out? Because I'm gonna shut this door. So make up your mind. Yeah. Oh. You go. Okay. <clears throat> um so like we were saying about sleeping sickness, whereas that, that is a parasitic, uh, yellow fever is actually viral. Ooh. So yellow fever is an acute viral hemorrhagic disease transmitted by infected mosquitoes.
1: Ah, oh, Facebook. And, what? <laughs> viral, like viral videos. Oh. I
0: was like, which part of that? Was it mosquitoes or hemorrhagic?
1: Ah, oh, bricks.
0: Hemorrhagic such a great word.
1: Hemorrhagic,
0: yeah. So, symptoms of yellow fever include fever, <laughs> turning yellow. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, headache, uh, jaundice, muscle pain, oh, oh. nausea, vomiting, and fatigue. And the, as you said, turning yellow, that is from the jaundice. That's
1: right. Exactly. Because uh, I'm getting a causes liver failure?
0: Yeah? Uh, liver it. and kidneys. Ah, uh, that's right. I forgot about the kidneys. <laughs> yeah, those exist. Oh, I'm so sorry, The endocrine system. I just kicked the cat in the head because he was under my chair. I'm sorry, buddy. And now he's going to be like, I want to go out. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> just let him baby. in. Yeah. Uh, once it's contracted...
1: Is it like a vendor? Is it like a Ten
0: Ninety Nine? Okay. Once it's contracted, you have to uh, <laughs> act in good faith. <laughs> once contracted, the yellow fever virus incubates in the body for about six to th- six to three, three to six days. <laughs> We're going yeah. It's not. Yellen Timber. <laughs> crystal of the skull, or Crystal of Skull, I think is what I said. So, yeah, skull crystal of Crystal. I don't fucking know. That's okay. Uh, a lot of people don't actually experience symptoms. Uh, But when these do occur, the most common are the fever, muscle pain, uh, backache, headache, loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, and in most cases, the symptoms will disappear after three to four days. Uh, However, in a small percentage of patients, a second more toxic phase will begin about 24 hours after recovering from the initial symptoms. CJ. CJ. Come your shit. It's earwax. I took it
1: off.
0: He has waxy ears. Yeah, I don't know that. Don't you, buddy? Don't you? Yeah. We brought it up to a vet once and he's like, oh no, he, blah, blah, and then he looked and he's like, no, 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 he does have waxy ears. You're right. <laughs> I was like, yes, I didn't think that they normally were this waxy. <laughs>
1: I have made candles.
0: <laughs> Gross.
1: Rise, man. And that's what happens when you bang on the door too much. Help! Help!
0: <laughs> are, are you cool? Are you cool?
1: There you go. Lay down. Okay, where was I? You were talking about earwax.
0: No, I was talking about the second toxic phase of, or more oh. toxic phase of yellow fever. That's right. So 24 hours after your initial symptoms, uh, you recover from those, and you're like, cool, glad that's done, I'm out of the woods. Nope, high fever returns. Um, several body systems are affected by this, so it's gen- like usually the liver and the kidneys. Um, this is when people typically start to develop the jaundice. So that's the yellowing of the eyes and skin. Uh-huh. Hence yellow fever, uh, also dark urine, abdominal pain, and vomiting. So, all fun. Uh, bleeding can also occur from the mouth, nose, ears, and stomach. Christ. Uh huh. And have half- they drink sulfuric acid? I, maybe that's what happened. They all spontaneously <laughs> oh, contracted yellow fever. The, the worst version of it. Immediately. Wow!
1: They have the world's worst music or the world's worst virus. Yeah.
0: Um, half of the patients who enter this second toxic phase die within seven to ten days.
1: Wow, really? Yes. And, uh, how common is it to get, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, or ahead of you, how, what's the, how common is it for people to contract this illness, and then out of that... Do we? Do you know the statistics as to who develops the secondary
0: infection? Um, it's less common now than it was, but there are still several places where it's endemic, and I will talk I mean, about that.
1: guess probably Africa? Yep. Okay. It's a uh, shame when you can just guess what country has the... like. They're going to get it. Yeah. It's such a, such a shame.
0: Uh, yellow fever is pretty difficult to diagnose, especially during the early stages, because if you think about it, like, oh, you have a fever, you have body aches, like... It's a cold. You don't feel good. Like, you, you've got a cold, you have a flu. Or, you have the curse. Yeah. Not like, oh, you have yellow fever, you're probably going to be dead in two weeks. <laughs> um, more severe cases can be confused with things like malaria, leptospirosis, viral hepatitis, uh, other hemorrhagic fevers, uh, infection with other flaviviruses, such as dengue, um or poisoning. Right. So it's it's like hiding under these like it's disguised. Mm. Uh polymerase chain reaction testing in blood and urine can sometimes detect the virus in its early stages. Um but Oh, it's a jackspaw. <laughs> I want. Okay. She knew I wanted to touch. It. <laughs> um but in later stages, testing is needed to identify the antibodies, specifically. And what's this testing? Uh, so the for the early stages in the blood and the urine, that's uh, polymerase chain reaction testing.
1: And, and what is, do you know in the test
0: specifically, is it just like DNA or like... I did not look into that. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, that feels like a whole other topic in itself. I'll tell you what.
1: I'll look it up while you're going.
0: Uh, so the... The... Yeah, the... huh? yep 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 the virus is endemic to tropical areas of Africa and Central and South America uh, and I think one of the, you know one of the things that we see a lot of these places where things like this are endemic is because they're tropical they're tropical diseases what was that word again polymerase the the testing polymerase chain reaction testing okay or PCR testing PCR PC principle. Oh god, I forgot about that.
1: PC testing. Huh. Sorry, keep going. I'm going to stop you there.
0: So there are 47 countries in Africa. So that, or sorry. Uh, there are 47 countries total in Africa and Central and South America that are endemic for or have regions that are endemic for yellow fever. So there are 34 countries in Africa and then 13 countries in Central and South America. Uh, there was a study based on African data sources that estimated, estimated that the burden of yellow fever during 2013 was about 84,000 to 170,000 severe cases. And,
1: 170,000 people? Mm-hmm.
0: And those are just the severe cases. And then 29,000 to, 600, uh, to 60,000 deaths. What? Yeah. That's a lot. It sure is. Uh, sometimes travelers that visit areas where yellow fever is endemic will bring the disease back to countries that do not have yellow fever. Because that's almost like one-fifth the of population of Boise. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of people. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... To prevent travelers from bringing it back to places where it is not. A lot of countries Do will... Do the re- vaccinate re- them? Well, yeah, they'll require proof of vaccination <gasps> against yellow fever before they'll issue a visa. Um, and... Uh, nope, yep, said that. In, past, or in the past, so like the 17th to the 19th century, uh, yellow fever was transported to North America and Europe... By boat. Mm-hmm. Um, causing large outbreaks that disrupted economies, development, and in some cases, decimated populations. And I'm going to very, very briefly talk about a American historical thing that that happened. Okay, because I was going to um,
1: say, when when we say decimate, too, like, does that mean that it actually dropped down, like, a tenth of its population? Uh,
0: I don't know the actual math there, but it was a lot. Okay. Um... Large endemics of yellow fever occur when infected people introduce the viral viral, the virus into heavily populated areas that have a high mosquito density. So the mosquito density is important because it is, you know, mosquito transmitted. Uh, and so there's and that's where there are lots of people that have either very little immunity or no immunity, um, which would be due to lack of vaccination.
1: I love how you always, I love how very commonly we'll bring back, vaccinate your kids. Because vaccinate. Vaccinate everything, really. Vaccinate your computer, vaccinate your cat.
0: My cats are vaccinated. Uh, In these conditions, the infected mosquitoes transmit the virus from person to person. Uh, So the yellow fever virus is an arbovirus, which that means that it belongs to the group uh viruses that are transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks, or other arthropods. They're
1: gonna say, like, only in the fall, like, Arbor Day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can only catch this on Arbor Day. No! Uh, <laughs> um, other arboviruses. Arboviri? Viri- viri- uh, I'm okay with either. You know, other, other viruses that fall under the category of arbovirus are encephalitis, uh, dengue, and... Yep. There we go. Uh, That was a bad sentence. We found them. There's a total of three. (laughs) There's more than that. (laughs) There's a such as encephalitis and dengue, but then the next thing I wrote was, and yellow fever. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Duh. Whoa. Um, No way. So, yeah, so it's an... Arbovirus of the Flavivirus genus. And that's uh, transmitted by mosquitoes belonging... Oh, I'm not going to read you the species of the mosquitoes because who fucking cares.
1: They're mosquitoes. Mainly because
0: I can't say them. Uh, The different mosquito... Well, I could if I tried, but I don't want to try.
1: And you know what? I believe in you.
0: (laughs) The different mosquito species live in different habitats and some breed around houses. So those are domestic, domestic mosquitoes. Others are in the jungle, which is wild. Okay. And then there are some that live in both habitats. Excuse me. And that's semi-domestic. you want to let her in? I
1: was thinking about it.
0: Let me in. Let me in. Let us out. Let us out. Are you going to come in? Hi. Hi, baby girl. She was just worried that we were
1: trapped in here.
0: So there are three types of transmission cycles. The salvatic, or jungle yellow fever, uh, that's tropical rainforests. Um, Monkeys are the primary reservoir for yellow fever. Uh, So monkeys are, they're bitten by the wild mosquitoes, they pass the virus on to other monkeys, and then occasionally humans that are working or traveling in the forest are bitten by the infected mosquitoes, and they get yellow fever.
1: At the same time as the monkey. Mm -hmm.
0: Which I had never thought about animals contracting yellow fever. And it's, it's really interesting, the kind of illnesses that will affect both humans and animals. Mhm. Kind of like with... Uh, Madcap disease? Oh, no, I was thinking of leprosy. That's just like humans and armadillos. Poor armadillos. And then there's intermediate yellow fever. Uh, this type of transmission includes, or is for the semi-domestic mosquitoes, um, so they be, breed. They, be, be, they breed both in wild and household areas. You know your household mosquitoes. Yeah, my domestic mosquito, uh-huh. my pet mosquito. Yeah, mosquito. This, is, this is a semi-domestic mosquito. Oh. <laughs> so they will infect monkeys and also people. Uh, increased contact between people and infected mosquitoes leads to increased transmission, and that way, a lot of separate villages in the area develop outbreaks at the same time. This is the most common kind of outbreak in Africa. Urban yellow fever is where large endemics occur because people are infected in highly populated areas. So the virus is introduced into highly populated areas that have very high density of mosquito populations as well. And this is where people have either very little or no immunity Mm -hmm. to yellow fever or prior exposure. Um, and so in these conditions, the inspected, in, inspected mm-hmm. the inspector mosquito, the infected mosquito transmit the virus from person to person. But guess what? There's good news. That's right, Mac. The good news is that yellow fever is super preventable. What? <laughs> because there is an extremely effective vaccine.
1: Bikini. Yes? What if I get Autism. Here's a question I'd like to ask myself. Uh, autism or uh, yellow fever? I pick neither because I get vaccines. Exactly. <laughs> Not because vaccines prevent autism.
0: But because vaccines don't
1: give you autism. Boom. Now you're protected from both, in a way.
0: You know, have you, have you just considered, like, rubbing some spoons over your eyeballs?
1: Dude, you know what? I surround myself with all the crystals. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a crystal bed.
0: Okay, I love a good crystal, but it ain't gonna... That's not how that works.
1: Have <laughs> had a... Was it um, Dana Aykroyd's Crystal vodka that's, like, quadruply distilled in quartz crystals? <laughs> I
0: just, wait, uh, <laughs> We sat this in some rocks. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so it's super, super effective vaccine. Uh, it's safe. It's not super, super duper expensive, a single dose of the yellow fever vaccine is sufficient to give immunity pretty much for your whole life. So That's you just, a pretty good vaccine. You just need the one. That's good bang for your buck. Right? Uh, a booster dose is not needed. It provides effective immunity within 10 days. For eighty to one hundred percent of people vaccinated, and within thirty days, for more than ninety nine percent of people vaccinated. So what you
1: saying is, if I get this vaccine, I become friends with mosquitoes and monkeys.
0: Yes. Probably not in Boise. Hmm.
1: Probably not. Well, we have mosquitoes here, and there are monkeys at the zoo.
0: Yeah, but they're not just like running around monkeys. They're like not, zoo yeah, monkeys. Don't do that. Freedom! That's a terrible idea. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Uh, So early supportive treatment in hospitals improves survival rates because people are still getting yellow fever. Uh, There is currently no specific antiviral drug for yellow fever. So basically when you get yellow fever and you go to the hospital and you're like, help me, I'm dying. I have yellow fever. They're like, man, that sucks. But here's what we can do. They can treat you for your dehydration Uh, For liver failure, kidney failure, uh, your fever. Okay. Um, Also, bacterial infections that could be associated. Um, They can treat those with antibiotics. Mm -hmm. But there's not anything that they can do specifically about the yellow fever. They can only treat the symptoms, basically.
1: What's the survivability rate when uh, coupled with that? Like, if someone contracts it and they have... Like, is it is it fairly survivable if you at least have a hospital that has some sort of medical expertise?
0: Um, that's a good question. Cause I mean, you, you heard the, the rates from, I mean, those are from 2013, right. but uh-huh. I got those from, it was, I either got those from the CDC or from the world health R- organization. Um, okay. who? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Science joke.
0: Um, and that's a lot of people. For just, what was it, like 43 countries?
1: It's a good time, countries. I mean, don't we have just
0: like around... 100? 47. Yeah, that's like a third. I mean, that's 170,000 cases over 47 countries. I mean, yeah. you know, most of these, these are smaller countries too, so... Mm-hmm. Armenia. Seems like a lot to me. <laughs> Um, that's a lot of yellow fever. No thanks. Yeah. As with the measles. I'm super no thanks.
1: Yeah. Have we had any more outbreaks about that here in uh, Idaho? Have heard I haven't.
0: We did have a confirmed case in Idaho
1: that was a while ago. ago. But,
0: yeah. um, I have not kept up with that because it makes me sad to look at. Right. So instead I've looked at murder and other illnesses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Measles makes me sad, so let's talk about murder
0: It was like when I watched God, what was it called the in plain sight mm-hmm. did you watch that thing on Netflix about oh, the family in Idaho that oh God it was fucking insane Oh I
1: heard about that one yeah it'll be a
0: good topic for you know a true crime role one day but like I was so incensed after watching that I had to watch some of the Ted Bundy tapes. I was like, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> What a time to be well, alive!
1: the girl was convinced that she had like there were aliens or something
0: like that. Uh huh. Okay. It yeah. It was it was a whole lot of weird. Um, one of the cool things about this vaccine is that his it has been around for eighty years and it has been effective for or sorry more than eighty years. Has it has been around and it's been effective the whole time. So that's super cool. Uh, The vaccine itself is a live, weakened form of the virus, which is given as a single shot. Right. So you get that. Your body is like, cool. Like how vaccines do. Yes. It puts it in a headlock and it's like, I'll remember you. (laughs) So then if it shows up, it's like, "Mm, we don't take kindly to you. Never again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Oh, what are you looking at, buddy? I don't know. The vaccine is recommended for people aged nine months or older, or who are, or sorry, that's and uh, people that are traveling to or living in areas at risk for yellow fever. So that's calm down. Uh, there is, however, the Eliminate Yellow Fever Epidemics strategy, which is abbreviated as I, eye, like eyeball. <laughs> Strategy <laughs> that launched in 2017, and at this point it's kind of an unprecedented initiative because it's it's got more than 50 different partners involved, and what they do is they support 40 at-risk countries in Africa and the Americas to prevent, detect, and respond to yellow fever suspected cases and prevent outbreaks. They also respond to outbreaks. <laughs> oh. um, the partnership aims at protecting at-risk populations, which it's probably everyone living in an area where yellow fever is endemic. I would assume you're all at risk, lest you are vaccinated. Um, they're trying to prevent international spread, contain outbreaks rapidly, uh, and they are hoping that by 2026, they will have more than 1 billion people protected against yellow fever.
1: That'd be awesome, because that'd be like, you know, uh, I can't do that math. Uh, oh. 16.5%
0: Sure I believe you Roughly
1: No Yes Yes Yeah Because it would be 33% if it was one third So one third would be 16.5 Yes That's still a good chunk though Yeah That's I'm, not that's... enough for herd immunity
0: Well if A lot of that is happening Where Well I don't think herd immunity Would help here Because It's not transferred Person to person
1: I thought it's it was at one point, though.
0: Mosquito to person.
1: It's mosquito to person. But d- didn't you say that it can become person to person, like in later stages? Or is it just mosquito to person?
0: It's just mosquito to person. I must person. have confused that
1: with one of the other viruses you were talking about. Okay.
0: I don't know. I've talked about a couple. Yeah. Um, but no, this one is person, or not person to person. It's mosquito to person. So, and that wasn't a, a thing back in the day, is that... I'm getting ahead of myself. When you were in elementary school, because this is about an elementary school, middle school age book, did you ever read Fever 1793? I don't believe so. That was about the yellow fever outbreak in Philadelphia in 1793. Uh, And I read this book, and I remember super liking it. Um, So I, don't worry, I contained myself. Like I can't get too into this because it's super interesting. But during the yellow fever epidemic of 1793, 5,000 people were listed in the official registry of deaths between August 1st and November 9th. Wow. 5,000 people. Um, The majority of them died of yellow fever. Uh, That was... So 5,000 people in between those times... In a city of fifty thousand people, that is a, a decent chunk. So that would be decimation, right? There. Yes, uh, which was what I was referring to earlier. Ta-da! Uh-huh. Uh, so that yeah, the the epidemic of the city was one of the worst in U.S. history. By the end of September, twenty thousand people had fled the city. So you have five thousand people that have died, twenty thousand that have left. That leaves twenty five thousand people in a city that was once fifty
1: thousand. Oh my gosh!
0: Really? Mm hmm. And so these people were leaving, but other places didn't want to let them in because at this point they didn't realize that it was not spread person to person. Right, and
1: they're afraid that they're going to bring it to their community. Communities mm-hmm. so are just going to become like this horrible.
0: Okay. Yeah, and there was like this whole thing with. Um, like African American nurses because they were like oh it seems like they have a resistance to this or something so they were like nope you you should stay here and take care of these people that are sick we're gonna go and it was this whole big thing that is that not not for now They <laughs> told me that they are not resistant to I, fever. what they were seeing was that they were being infected at lower rates right um, but that's another thing is that like the nurses and the doctors that were taking care of these people stayed behind while everybody else pieced the fuck out Another thing that was going on at this point is that hospitals at the time did not admit people that had infectious diseases, which really? blew my mind. Yeah, I did not know that.
1: Only well, yeah, is because they were afraid of, like, weakened patients and stuff. Would
0: I'm, be I don't know what they were thinking, because I was huh. like, if I get into this, I we're going to be here for a while.
1: Sure. So That is very interesting to note, though, that they would not admit.
0: Yeah, so, like, they were totally not prepared for that. This huge outbreak of. Bleh. Yeah, you punch her in the face. So, yep, yeah, by the end of September, 20,000 people had left. Uh, the mortality rate peaked in October before frost finally killed the mosquitoes. So it didn't end because oh. they were like, oh, we've got a grip on this. No, it ended because the mosquitoes died. Because winter was coming. Uh huh. Good. Uh, Doctors tried a variety of of treatments, but since they didn't know the origin of the fever or that it was transmitted by by mosquitoes until the late 19th century, they didn't really do much. (laughs) Um, So yeah, people were just kind of like dying. And I guess, I mean, as happens with a very severe fever, a lot of people, while they were dying, were hallucinating. Mm. And I remember that playing a large part in the book, uh, Fever in 1793, was that this girl, I think her mother dies? I think it might actually be her whole family that dies, but I think she... um Like, it it describes her watching the people around her hallucinate as they're having their fevers and, like, seeing people Mm -hmm. dead everywhere. Crazy. Weird. So, yeah, that's that's yellow fever without going into any of the cool history stuff that I will have to save for another time.
1: Oh. Well, it is interesting because, like, I mean, I know, like like, the Red Scare and, like, there was well that's totally different yeah uh, I was like what uh, uh well around the same time there was the influenza outbreak yes that's what I was I don't remember, I always put those two together because I remember when I was oh uh, yes two, the two,
0: flu and McCarthyism yeah
1: I just remember like uh, at this, uh when I was reading in history I think one page talked about the influenza outbreak and then immediately went to the Red Scare so I always put those two together
0: man they jumped several years yeah. but yeah <clears throat> it's fine
1: um but you know what? It's very interesting. It's good to know that that's only mosquito to person. So now... Yeah. If your friend
0: gets yellow fever, don't worry. They can get you sick. Yeah. They're not a mosquito. But you should be concerned about the mosquitoes in your area. Right. But good news is, super preventable. Yeah. Get a vaccine and, and go to the doctor. I think it's one of those things that people don't think about in America and other first world countries because yellow fever isn't endemic here. And that's right, like, the odds? one of the things that was happening was yellow fever was being brought to America by people that were coming over from places like the Caribbean. So people that were coming from tropical places bringing tropical diseases to places where people did not have any immunity to these tropical diseases. Yes, it's terrible, isn't it? So that's yeah, that's the, that's the yellow fever.
1: Nobody. buddy. <laughs>
0: He's like no, wow. silly kidders.
1: This is your life now. <laughs>
0: this is it's working. your life, meow. He's like, oh, you're gonna pet me forever? Okay. Well, shall we? Uh, shall we roll for? Let's do next it. Next episode. What do I have? I have. I got these from the crickin, Criken crickin, dice. The kraken dice kickstarter they're i think those are iconic or ion i think it was iconic not ionic that, um,
1: that's the fitbit we were talking yeah. about a
0: while ago they're they iconic uh kickstarter and i don't remember what these are called but they are like an emerald they're is that black they're layered so it goes black gray light green dark green kind of like a lime to an emerald and they've got glitter in them they're pretty they're
1: very pretty i like them only you had
0: thumbs six that would be entertainment yes damn okay so
1: entertain me cool and i'm well for those of you that have been here for a while you know what i'm rolling but for those of you new i'm rolling a custom made dice fun story go for it
0: uh did you leave those on here yes john found both of them downstairs
1: yeah, I just do not want to oh, forget about them. So you know, like, oh, the
0: the it cats board? had transported them to other areas of the house.
1: <laughs> Was it just like Ouija board face up?
0: You know, it wouldn't Wouldn't that just be great? Yeah,
1: so um, uh, Katie made these custom uh, dice for me for Christmas of last year. So, um, yeah, ever since I got them, I've just been rolling them with them. So, here we go. Oh. Oh. Is it one of those days? Okay. Which one are we, uh... Who's who?
0: Hang on, uh... That's fine. Evens or odds?
1: Odds. I cannot see because the knife is in the way.
0: Odds! Alright, so I will... Eight!
1: Wait, what? When I uh, Were you rolling if I got... The odds?
0: Yeah, because you 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 called it, so you keep it.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice! My brain was like, I called it, I get a roll. Okay, gotcha. Well, no, I was like, nope,
0: there. he he won that. I will roll it now. <laughs> I
1: Gotcha. Okay. There's a chance. There's a chance now. Okay. <laughs> so I get an eight. Oh, okay. So, so I'm gonna put that on the calendar hey, right now. Hey, you got with your wilds. I did. I would've gone local. <laughs> so I'm glad you rerolled it. instead of me I got a nat 1 you got a nat 8 Ah, uh, natural true crime remember when I used to always think that this one was history uh huh I don't know why uh for what I'm referencing here it was um they have the the scales of justice but for some reason they always like the justice. scales of history yes the past is always heavier than the future what there's more there Okay That's it
0: I don't know what that's supposed to mean
1: It it sixes face up I'm scared Good Now it's just the devil
0: Now it's just sixes Nope because this this set comes with Four d6s, two d20s And then a A d2 That I have put somewhere What, What have I done with it? Oh, it's right here. Yeah, I was like, fucking balls. Like, wait, you got another one? Yeah, and it comes with a D2 and then just like the regular dice. No, please, your D1. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. Come back next week to find out what the fuck we're talking about. Bye. Bye. If you've got something to say, find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash WTF Email us at WTF.podcast.mail at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WTFAYTA Podcast. That's WTFAYTA, our acronym, podcast. Our music was by Decker Hinckley, and our artwork was by Kirby Morfitt. I did my notes while I was spite-watching Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Was that the Nickelodeon thing? What am I thinking of? Um, I know what you're thinking of. It was a game show. Yeah, but I'm talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, um Hate watching.
1: Well, spite well, my, watching.
0: Spite watching? Because... I to say more so than the Crystal Skull. No, oh, I like Temple of Doom. Um, there's a rumor. And I, I talked to Aubrielle about this. Oh, and remember, we remember, please, and lady. Uh, and I talked to Jordan about this. And I've talked to Brynn about this. And I, I'm really <laughs> upset about it. Um... And we talked about this one night when we went out for... for cast bonding stuff. I want to say, I think it was after our Friday rehearsal, because we only had one Friday rehearsal. There's a rumor that they're making a fifth Indiana Jones movie. Uh Uh-huh. So we were discussing this and how it's terrible. How old is the man now? Okay, so here's the thing. Harrison Ford won't let anyone else be Indiana Jones. The man is 77. He's 77? Yes. Holy shit. So, what we were talking about is how what they need to do is they need to make this like James Bond. Where the character doesn't really age, they just have new people come in and play him. And they need to bring in Chris Pratt. Oh my god. Right? Oh my god. Right? (sighs) As soon as Jordan said that, I was like, "Oh my god!" You, well, uh, That's yeah. That is an
1: excellent choice,
0: right? But Harrison Ford doesn't want anyone else to be Indiana Jones. And they
1: accidentally picked Christopher Walken.
0: So <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to look this up because I was like, "Well, if I look it up, I'm gonna like feed into it and like maybe I'll manifest it or something."
1: Right? <laughs> if I know it, then
0: it. But then, you know, like, see, yeah, exactly. But I couldn't help myself. And so you manifested it into existence. So I I looked it up. Indiana Jones Five is set to release in twenty twenty one. Harrison Ford will be nearly eighty fucking years old. There is nothing wrong with being eighty, but I no no no. I don't want to watch a guy in his late seventies go find old <laughs> it's shit. Jerry Hatcher. Like, like I.